Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. You heard Eamon mention this incident that happened at a public meeting in Gort in County Galway last night. And the meeting was overshadowed by what happened, which was a bag of excrement thrown at uh, Minister Anne Rabbit and Galway TD Kieran Cannon. And Minister Anne Rabbit spoke to Galway Bay FM, to the Keith Finnegan show earlier this morning. I actually wasn't in a position to be able to speak, to be quite honest with you. And the legs were taken right out from under me as far as I was concerned. And um, I, I was, I actually had dry mouth. I wasn't able to put words together at that point. Um, yeah, I was able to tweet because I felt I needed to um, ventilate my anger of what was actually unfolding personally to me and how I felt that, um, yeah, I just didn't feel good about it. So that's Anne Rabbit uh, talking today about what happened. And like, it's desperate. It's totally unacceptable that this could happen and it shouldn't happen. And Anne and Kieran are entitled to go and do a day's work and not have to deal with something like this. And look, I know now it's been reported to the guards and there's an investigation and all that underway. But, um, you know, I want to talk today about this and whether or not we've lost respect for politicians. You know, like, what is it like as a politician out there today? I believe the meeting actually continued after this incident happened. Um, Kieran O'Donnell is on the line. Kieran's one of the organisers of the meeting last night. Kieran, is that right? D- did the meeting continue last night? Hi, Andrea. Uh, thanks for having me on. Mm. Um, I guess first thing is I totally agree with your comments. Nobody should have to deal with this in their day-to-day work and we fully support uh, and applaud the support we've got from both Anne Rabbit and Kieran Cannon in our campaign against this biogas development. Um, Yes, the meeting did continue um, on after the incident. Um, To be honest, um, it totally passed me by. Uh, It happened so quickly. Um, And and yeah, um, I think what, what actually happened was this particular individual was speaking. It was an open discussion. Uh, we were trying to get feedback from the public and their outrage against the, another poor planning decision from Mbou Planola. Um, so we were trying to get people's feedback. So it was an open mic session and the microphone was passed around the room. This particular person uh, made their comments. Um, they were kind of, you know, a bit all over the place. And and then when the mic was handed back, the incident took place and then the person left the room um, at that point, I'd kind of my attention had gone elsewhere. There was a lot going on. We had a few hundred people in the room. What I didn't see was that the person then re-entered the room and uh, and, and 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 sat quite close to both uh, both Anne Rabbit and Kieran Cannon, uh, which obviously must have made them feel, uh, you know, incredibly uncomfortable mm. and, and and vulnerable. And, you know, that shouldn't be the case. People should not do that. The ethos we have in any of the previous public meetings that we've had before is one of respect and integrity where people are allowed to to, um, get their opinion across but must be respectful of the opinions of others. And that wasn't the case. So so when this happened last night, you're saying as one of the organisers, so you didn't actually see the the bag of excrement being thrown at Minister Anne Rabbit or at... Deputy Kieran Cannon, did, like, did anybody in the room react? If there was a couple of hundred people there, did any, was there a gasp? Did, did anybody say anything? Well, yeah, well, I saw it, but I didn't know what it was. Um, you know, 
uh, I saw something being thrown, um, but I didn't know what it was at the time. Um, I didn't know whether it was a piece of paper or it was one of the flyers we'd handed out. I didn't know what it was, and I don't think anybody did, perhaps until Anne, um, Anne Rabbit, had, had tweeted her disgust at what had happened, and rightly so. So, so the meeting continued on, um, yeah. because you say nobody realised at that point in time the contents of this bag, and then yeah. the, the the individual and uh, look, we it would um, I know as I said, there's an investigation underway, but the individual left the room, and yep. then a time later appeared back into the room, and nobody, yeah. nobody, nobody batted an eyelid. Nobody said nothing. Nobody. Well, it wasn't brought to my attention. And if it was, perhaps I, I would have done something about it. Like I say, um, you know, we're a volunteer group. I don't do this professionally. I'm quite far outside of my comfort zone hosting public meetings. Uh, but, you know, we do the best that we can. So we don't have vetting. We don't have security on the door. We don't mm. have anything oh, like no, that. No, no, and I appreciate uh, that, Kieran. We, I... we... Yeah, sorry. No, go on. No, they're, they're like I'm just. I, I think that the, the. I think that like you know, there, there's two things at play. I think people are absolutely mm-hmm. disgusted by what happened, yeah. and I think I people are. And I think people are shocked that the meeting wasn't stopped or even halted yeah. or postponed for a few moments. I mean, we, we played the piece there of Anne Rabbit talking earlier today. You know, and talking about her 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 mouth being dry and and like this was just the, the the fright. You know what I mean? That that she got when it happened, and I, I think people are just. People are wondering, why wasn't this meeting stopped? Yeah. <clears throat> you know, and as a public representative, um, she's, you know, well used to being, you know, at public meetings and speaking out loud. So she was obviously very, very upset, and rightly so, very upset and taken aback by this by this incident. And, you know, in, in hindsight, perhaps if, we'd, if I'd have known a bit more about it, then I, I, I would have stopped it. But what, you know, I saw something being thrown. It kind of fluttered up into the air and landed on the floor. I didn't, you know, there didn't appear to be any significant weight and it. it wasn't a projectile as such. So I just thought it was a piece of paper or maybe one of the flyers that we'd handed out. But that, that takes away from the, from the main point is that nobody has to work or should be expected to work in those conditions. It's simply not right. Have you t- I, uh, talked to, to Minister Anne Rabbit or Deputy Kieran Cannon since, Kieran? Um, I've reached out this morning to both of them, yeah. Um, but as you can well imagine, uh, the phone has been hopping all morning um, with people um, wanting um, sound bites and interviews, etc. So you haven't got to but talk I will to make, them yet. I will, I will make contact with them, yeah. I yeah. will ensure that I speak to both of them. Yeah. Um, what, yeah. What, what, like, what do you plan to say to them? Well, you know, we'll have that discussion uh, as it as it flows. But you know, I want to want to uh, understand their side of things and obviously um, uh, explain to them where we're coming from. But I think you know, we've worked with each other in the past. They've been fully supportive all the way through. We've been fighting this campaign for five years, and we've had the support of both Kieran and Anne all the way through. So we have a good working relationship. So um, you know, it won't be a cold call. Okay. Um, was there much reaction around Gort today? Like, I mean, what 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 are locals saying? Um, well, I think the bigger picture is is uh, is 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 the biogas. I mean, it's sli- slightly been overshadowed by the incident that happened it's last totally night. Totally overshadowed. The, yeah. Well, the bigger picture is you know the whole town will be totally overshadowed for years to come if this if this development goes ahead. But are people surprised um, by what happened? As well, you know, that's 
That's what I'm getting at. Were people like when people here now today and and in hindsight realize what happened? Like, are they are, are they con- are they condemning it or what's the reaction? Yeah, like? well, of course. Uh, who, yeah. who, who? I don't think anybody would not condemn it. Okay. Okay. Uh, Kieran, listen. Thank you for for joining us today on the program. Uh, Kieran O'Donnell. There, Kieran's one of the organisers of that meeting that took place in um, in Gorst in in Galway uh, last night. Um, Sinn Fein TD for Sligo Leitrim, Martin Kenny, is with us on the line because Martin, I just made the point a little earlier there. You know, just asking the question. Like, I mean, is politics a scarier place for politicians? Have we have we lost respect? for not just politicians, but those in public life, public servants. You know, you've had your own, um, like you've had your own kind of difficulties as well yourself. Like, what's your reaction hearing this overnight? Well, first, first of all, I'd I just like to, to um, you know, express my concern and and uh, solidarity with both Kieran Canning and uh, Anne Rabbit. I know both of them quite well. They're people of immense integrity. And certainly, while we may disagree politically, you know, we, we all, uh, recognise that people who go before the electorate, who get elected, who work in the public frame, are do so for the best of reasons and want to try and, and do the best for their communities. And, and they do not deserve, and nobody deserves, uh, this kind of behaviour. It's simply outrageous that anyone would plan this, because, you know, to do that, they had to obviously do it in advance. It wasn't something that, that just happened on the spur of the moment. They had, had some, some level of plan, and it was an intentional act uh, to attack and, and, and to humiliate and, and you know, belittle uh, the people who were on the stage who were represented the public as elected reps. And I, I think it's outrageous that that would happen. Uh, and you're right, you know, it, it is, it is um, uh, over the years, uh, a growing concern that there are more and more people out there in the public who feel that there is some sense of, of um, uh, badge of honour for being outrageous, for being uh, uh, aggressive and, and uh, attacking people and, you know, being disrespectful, and you know, it's 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 simply scandalous that that this has continued. Um, we've seen it, I think, on many many occasions in both meetings and in in, in various public formal forums like that. But we also have had incidents where where it's gone further, where there have been protests at people's houses and things like that, which simply should not happen and cannot happen. Can you see as somebody who's you're in in political life a long time, Martin, and and I know you from your days back on on Leitrim County Council right. before you were ever ever in the doll. But like it has changed an awful lot from then. You know what has well, really it has, changed? It has changed. To be honest, Andrew, it has changed a bit. It hasn't changed an awful lot. I mean, our our, our public reps are still very accessible to people and should be. You know, and and sometimes when people come here from other countries, from other countries in Europe, and they can't believe how, you know, an ordinary member of the public could pick up the phone and make an appointment for to, 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 to meet a TD or uh, an elected member of parliament in the constituency, maybe even a minister, uh, and, and, and maybe in a, a week or two's notice and, and could go and see them. And, you know, the, the, the fact that accessibility doesn't exist in many countries, and it is a wonderful thing that we have that. And it is right that we have that, and we should protect that. But the people who set out to abuse that, I, I think, are a very, very small minority. And at the same time, as I say, there are you know, uh, uh, there is a growing sort of, of, of um, culture there that it's, it's somehow a badge of honour or that it's, it's to your credit if you're aggressive and you're, and you're uh, obnoxious. 
when you meet people or when you engage with people. And I think that, that's something you need to challenge. But I, I would contest that, that that has, you know, increased and sort of creeped on even further yeah. in, in recent years. And and that's what I mean when I say it's got worse. Like, you know, yeah. I, I don't recall many incidents like this that we're talking about, you know, today and, and two... Well, 10 poly- years ago or 15 years ago. No, yeah, no. And, and, and that's where there's been a, a change in this. And, and I wonder, like, we have how many times do we have discussions about why don't more young people get involved in politics? Well, like, yeah. here, this is your answer. You know what I mean? Uh, Vivian Phelan is the director as well of um, the Women's Engagement and Future uh, Candidate Development young, uh, for Young Fina Gale. Um, Vivian, like, is politics, like, is it an attractive career for somebody to get into when you hear stuff like this? Hi, Andrea. Thanks for having me on. And my thoughts are with uh, both the deputies um, after this horrific incident. Um, I would see this not just as an attack on the on the two deputies, but also on democracy itself. Um, as you say, you know, the youth wings are often where politicians start off, you know, and ourselves in Young Fine Gael are at the moment organising our national conference. We're trying to get more young people to run and put themselves forward for positions. Um, and it's probably the first thing that they say when you ask, them, you know, would you would you consider it yourself? Um, God, would I be able to put up with the abuse? Is it worth it? You know, it's not everybody that is willing to to put up with the level of abuse that has come into politics in recent years. And I would have to say, it seems women are disproportionately impacted, and in particular, younger women. You think that okay? And would it deter you, Vivian? Um, it wouldn't. I suppose I've got used to the rough and tumble of politics over the last few years, but it's not easy. Um, you do need to have a lot of support around you. Um, and I have to say, nothing really prepares you for, for what comes about. I mean, we're party volunteers. And at the same time, you know, there's multiple forms of abuse, online abuse, verbal harassment, if you're out campaigning. Um, it's just totally unacceptable. And it certainly is a barrier to getting more people and especially more women involved. That's a fair point Martin because it's it's not just you know and like uh, yourself and, and other politicians and, and talking about Anne Rabbit and Kieran Cannon today and, and many others as well that have experienced you know just really horrible awful incidents over the years but it's the wider it's your family as well is affected by this. It is of course and, and, and families are affected and you know as Vivian was saying you know a lot of it is online as well and I think, you know, that has been, we talked about that years ago it wasn't as bad. I think the problem now is that many of these people who have this bad attitude to life in general meet each other on Facebook and on Twitter and on all of these places and feed off each other and, you know, pour each other on. And that has been one of the very negative sides of the of the whole revolution we've had in social media. And uh, I think that has had a, a major impact on us. Like, I was just noticing there, I got an email back in what was it, four or five days ago from a woman in, in Cork and described herself as an Irish nationalist and how I was supporting uh, the great plantation of Ireland by foreigners and, you know, standing up for people from other places rather than from your own native Irish and all this kind of rubbish. And, uh, you know, at the end of it, you know, I hope you face the consequences of your position, which is a kind of a vile threat. You know, I'm not the only one that gets those kind of emails. They're, they're quite regular and quite common for a lot of politicians. And, and that's, that notion that this was this email was sent at a quarter past two in the day it wasn't in the middle of the night and the customer was drunk. So you know it's 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 something that 
that's going on out there among a small cohort of people who are on, on, on that agenda, that mm. particular anti-immigrant racist agenda, but also with others as well and other agendas. And, and I think, you know, we, we all need to unite together to, to call stop to it. And uh, David is right, it's also, particularly for, for, for women, very many women in, in politics get really aggressive and horrible stuff going on. And, you know, we've seen Jennifer Karen McNeil, a colleague of ours in, in, in Dunleary, what has happened there with stalking and all of that. It's just, just absolutely outrageous. Mm. It would happen to anyone in society, mm-hmm. let alone an elected rep. Absolutely. Um, I want to hear from from listeners today. I mean, when when you heard about this story, whether it be last night or or um, earlier this morning about a bag of excrement thrown at, at uh, Minister Rabbit and, and Deputy Cannon, um, how did you feel when you heard this? And and like, if you're in political life, do you think we've lost all respect? For, for, and it's not just politicians. I mean, it's public servants in general. Should we've had similar discussions here about uh, incidents involving, um, you know, actions towards members of the Gardaí and, and others in emergency services as well. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk. We were talking about this incident that happened at a meeting. Um, it was a public meeting in Gort in County Galway last night. It was organised by the Gort Biogas Concern Group. And during the meeting, um, a bag of excrement was flung at Junior Minister Anne Rabbit and Fine Gael TD Kieran Cannon uh, during the meeting. There's now a Garda investigation underway and we spoke to uh, one of the organisers, Kieran O'Donnell, there a few moments ago. If you missed it, you can listen back. It's on the, uh, the app there. Just subscribe to Lunchtime Live. But we're asking today, has politics here in Ireland now reached a new low? Because it's not the first time we've had a discussion like this about a similar type of incident uh, that's happened in, in the country. Neilis is with us on the line today. Neilis Cotter is the um, recruitment director for Ogre Fianna Fáil. Neilis, what's your reaction to this incident? Um, good afternoon, Andrea. And thanks for having me on. I hope um, Minister Abbott and um, Deputy Ken are okay. Look, I, I when I when I um when I saw it last night, um, I was surprised and kind of just thought it was a bit very disturbing. And obviously, looked you know it was, it went way over way, way overstepped the mark. To you know, it was really disgraceful, really. You know, um, that any politician would have to be you know put through this kind of this kind of an act. You know, it was, I just didn't think it was on. Do you think his politics reached a new loneliness? Well, look, I I think. Anything like this, I think, you know, it wouldn't, it maybe, you know, it's, it's kind of worrying to see it happen. And I think this, I think an an act like this is definitely bottom of the barren stuff, you know, I think in this country, you know, if, if you're not happy with something, you've civil discourse or you can have a peaceful process, but I think this nearly oversteps the mark to, let's say, a criminal act. And, but look, it's, it's, and like, I think the fear the fear I'd have for an act like this and maybe another act like this going forward would be in this country, you know, we've great accessibility to any politician at any level. Yeah. And, you know, I, th- I think maybe politicians might be a little bit more guarded going forward, you know, and I think that would be, yeah. let's say, a bad day for democracy, really. Do young people worry about this side of politics, though? Um, look, it, it, you know, it, it, when, when you see it happening, it, of course, it, it can be off-putting. You know, like, you know, even if you consider, you know, young people maybe, especially in Ogre, you know, who may be, may be interested in going forward, you know, it, it can definitely mm. be off-putting. But obviously something like this isn't good. It isn't good for the perception it gives to young people. Like, events like this, like it has the potential to turn 
people off, especially young people, which mm. I suppose many parties promote, and especially as well as that, good people, you know, who we need in politics, you know, going forward. Like, in my own opinion, you know, there's no other career, you know, out there, be it in the public sector, private sector, your doctor, your teacher, your train driver, who would have to put up with this, you know. And if it did happen to them, you know, there would rightly be public um, outrage to it, you know, and it just wouldn't be societally accepted. And I don't think for such an act like this, I don't think it should be acceptable for politicians either. At the end of the day, they're people doing a job they're elected to do. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. No, 100%. Uh, Neil, it's uh, very hard to disagree with you there. Um, I'm asking people today, how did you feel when you heard about this story? Um, Excrement thrown at Minister of State Anne Rabbit and Deputy Kieran Cannon at a meeting last night. Um, 1800 453 106 is the number if you want to give us a shout today. Alan is on the line. Alan, well, what was your reaction? Um, There's a couple of things. So firstly, people shouldn't be turning to violence, right? But me to look at why this is happening. And just pick up a couple of things that were just said there, that politicians shouldn't be getting treated this way and no one else, this is not any else. Doctors get attacked, nurses get attacked, guardians get attacked on a daily basis. It doesn't get as much attention. The problem we now have in the country is there's such anger that politicians are not listening to people. They are not listening to the concerns. We've health crisis, housing crisis, social services are, are down the toilet. We've an immigration problem. And politicians are just steamrolling over people's concerns. But you're not seriously, Alan, you're not seriously suggesting that this is the way to to raise your opposition to these concerns. I I am not suggesting, what I said at the start is, people should not turn to violence for this right. It shouldn't happen. But because they're not listening to, some people may feel they've they've got no choice because people just aren't listening to them. And don't read or Fianna Fáil, when people did raise concerns over immigration in these walls, he calls them all racist. But that just shows you the politicians are not listening to what people are, are, are concerned about. But is the way to then is the way then to to express your maybe dissatisfaction with you know political parties or uh, any party's political policies or a politician's own individual thoughts or opinions? It's to do it at the ballot box. It's not yeah, at a public is. meeting. I, I would, Andrew, one hundred percent agree with you. It's to do it at the ballot box, right? But we've got three parties controlling the country who will not go against each other. You've got the Green Party, you know, basically controlling Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael. A party got 3% in the election are controlling everything. So there's no politician listening. Our, our media will not speak out against politicians for some reason. I don't know about There's that. no journalist that will actually question any politician on a hard basis on any, any topic. And this is what's leading to people's anger. You see it all over the country. You go speak to people. So you, you, you just have one of these walls. Yeah. But people weren't throwing things, but people were peaceful, peaceful protest. Yeah, no, they weren't. But, no, 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 they but weren't. politicians are, are calling those people racist, even though it's peaceful protest. So, well, I know, look, we'll not get, get into it, but that was, you know, I mean, there, there were, I was only there on one given day. I can only, you know what I mean? I can only reflect what I, what I saw. This is, one given, this is one given incident that shouldn't have happened, right? And that person obviously will face the relevant prosecution in the Guardian, yeah, right? The, that's yeah, what should but, happen. But we're going to judge everything based on one incident. But there is such anger in the country that if politicians don't start listening, this is going to continue. And may it get worse. Who knows? Because they have no outlet. No politician, no political party is stepping up to speak for the people anymore. But it's what do you mean by that? Like, what we're doing. What, in, 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 in what way, Alan? Can you give me an example? Or where, you know? So, 
Do you mean they're talking about the health service? There's quite, quite a few well, messages actually yeah, funny that, coming in about that, you know. The health service is a joke, right? Again, when Stephen Donnelly made the comments that some people may die now because of the pressure health service is under. How is that acceptable? How is our media not pulling into shreds over this? We have an issue in our health service every January. January comes at the same time every year, every 12 months of January, every 12 months of January. And again, let's put in a new plan. Let's put in a new plan. If this plan doesn't work, let's go to plan B. Plan B doesn't work, let's go to plan C. Every time. So people's lives have been put in danger because there's a political nonsense that goes on in the background. And that, that just, it just needs to stop. Stephen Donnelly looks like a, a deer in headlights that all of a sudden there's an issue in health service. There's been an issue in health service for how many years? How many political parties? And not one of them can fix it. And it's nothing to do with money. We spend ridiculously amount of money on, on health. We spend more than ever, I know. No, I, 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 I hear what you're saying, but I, I still, you know, I, I think there's a way to conduct your business and I think there's a way to do politics. And I don't think that what happened last night is in any way acceptable. And I've often said it here on the show, I'm happy I listen, I'm willing to listen to anyone's opinion. You know, everyone's entitled to it. You can give us a shout, 1800 453 I do have a text in here too, Alan, from a listener who says, I actually attended the meeting last night and I feel this has been greatly exaggerated. Two bags were thrown on the floor um, and not at the TDs. Everyone thought it was ridiculous. Uh, I, I totally do not agree with what was done, according to this texter. Um, I have another caller too. Have we Ian on the line? Ian, like, do you think politics has reached a new low? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I think um, at the minute, you know, as a young person, uh, who would actually uh, even think about a career in politics? Um, like, firstly, just, can I just extend uh, my solidarity to both Deputy Rabbit and Cannon? Like, nobody should uh, have to go through that. Should be able to go about their business without any interference. Um, it's not acceptable in the other jobs. Should it be here? But I think now it's very clear that it's not an attractive career path. Uh, all the evidence shows us that the the at county council level. People have worked really, really hard in the communities for years uh, to get elected. They're just turning away in their droves. Uh, it's not these neither. It's from from all the cart the across the board. And I think um, you know the misinformation and the level of out there. Do you know what I'm going to do, I, I, Ian? Ian, stay with us. I, I'm just or I'm just going to try and reconnect with with you there on your on your line. Just st- stay with us there. Five three one zero six is the text number if you want to get in touch with us today because I do want to hear um, from people this afternoon. Like, what's what is your opinion? How did you feel when you heard about this uh, this story last night? Have we um, Eileen on the line? Eileen, like, do you think politics has just reached an like a very low level here now in Ireland? Um, certainly, uh, Andrea, I've been listening to the radio this morning from 8 o'clock and your programme was the first time I heard about it. Um, I would feel, certainly for female politicians, they're a very soft target. And certainly they get a lot of, um, I think, bad, bad. Um, what would I say, bad press on, on social media and things like that. Um, I mean, the first time I remember... Uh, female politician in a bad position was Joan. I can't remember her second name. She was Labour Party. Joan Burton. And yeah, Joan. Yeah, Joan Burton. And she, oh, goodness, I was shocked because she was she was stuck in this car. Okay, there were police there helping, but you know it hasn't it hasn't got any better since. And I feel that certainly, um, what I've heard, um, 
female politicians do get a lot of bad press in the social media. And uh, I certainly would be uh, very slow <laughs> to encourage a yeah. year of my daughters to uh, go into I know. politics. I know. No, it's, uh, it's, and I, I would agree with you because I, I see a certain... Um, I, I, I couldn't say, you know, that I am completely immune to it myself. And the one thing that I would find with, with as a woman, actually, is that you get, it's much more personal commentary. It's actually less about what's coming out of your mouth and it's more about the uh, the look of your face. It's about, you know, I don't know, your hair, your clothes, your weight, how you dress, your makeup, everything. Like that's that's certainly when when I get and experience this and I have done even again um this week online, it's it's much more personal. It's nasty. It's um like I I don't mind everyone's entitled to think they don't like you, dislike you, hate you, whatever, don't like your show, your opinion, whatever, but when it goes down the road of being personal, it's it's very, very different and it's difficult. And um, I think that is something that I'm not absolutely male politicians get it too. Um, but I do think female politicians are subjected to this an awful, awful lot more. Um, Brian is with us as well. Brian, like, do you think we've just politics is getting dirtier, scarier? I, I, to be honest, I think the whole conversation around this is a little bit skewed wrong. Like, if you think about it, you're saying a politician has been essentially assaulted. I don't like that sort of phrase because at the end of the day, it's a woman who's been assaulted. In, in my, it, like, and like that's, that's it. If you strip it down to its core, a woman has been assaulted and there's people arguing over whether it's right or not or wrong. And like that's abhorrent and it shows a serious moral rot in our societies and some people think that this is okay. And like there's, there's members of certain parties I won't say who. Um, I seen one down in Galway who was nearly encouraging okay, people yeah. to do things like this. And it, it's horrific. Like how anyone would want to get into politics, I do not know. Like you'd, you'd only look at what happened to Leo Varadkar a few years ago. Some young person threw a milkshake in his face, mm. and like that—that that is assault. Like people need to feel safe in these jobs. Like it doesn't matter if they're a politician, a nurse, or a guard. Yeah, these people were assaulted. And just because they're in politics, people seem to think that it was warranted. Alan, I know you 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 have con- you know you you've c- condemned what happened, but like your point is that you think pe- politicians aren't listening. They just clearly aren't listening to people. Uh, when people. There's so much anger in the country, right, with people because people at the end of their tether can't afford things. They can't afford to heat their homes. They're struggling to either heat their homes or feeding their kids. A lot of this has been caused by additional ta- green taxes being put and stuff. Uh, the Green Party seem intent on taxing people to breathe, let alone do anything else, when there is no alternative for people. So people are feeling under pressure. There's more money being spent on housing everybody else, right? We won't get that conference because we hear all day. And people feel that they're not getting what they deserve, what they work for, what they pay taxes for. People can't get a, get a doctor, a doctor's appointment. People can't, some people can't find a doctor to get registered in because the doctors are full. And then you've got people coming into the country and those, those people are then assigned to doctors ahead of everybody else. This is all building into a lot of anger in people. So politicians clearly aren't listening because we have no opposition party in the country. Everyone follows the exact same mantra, comes out with the exact same lines. Our media refuses to question politicians. I've, I've yet to hear any politician being asked why we're taking so many people? Why does it happen? Why hasn't housing been started? Why is health this way? We, Marmee, they accept 
10 years ago, 15 years ago, Irish media would have been brilliant because they would literally pull politicians apart in questions about certain things. It doesn't happen anymore. People feel they no longer have an outlet. And unfortunately, if people don't have an outlet, anger builds, and at some point, at some point something's going to happen. You see, there's a lot of people, Brian, I have to, to say, there, there, there's, you know, Alan isn't alone in his view there now, according to the text today. Now, the vast majority totally disagree with Alan on the text line that I'm looking at, but there's some in agreement with Alan's view. Well, like, politics is an intimate thing. Like, whether it's your hobby, it's your profession. Like, my mother and father would have been involved in politics, I do a bit myself. But, like, it's an intimate subject. Like, you're talking about people's livelihood, people's you know, their social welfare, things that really affect their day-to-day life and things that upset people, you know, and uh, that impacts them. It's not like your football team where when the match is over, it's over. You know, if you don't get what you need in politics of your local representative, that's going to continue to affect you. But that does not mean that you should allow your passion for this subject or your need for this subject to override another person's need for safety. And like, Whatever about Alan saying that politicians aren't listening, we live in a country where we can go down to Aldi or Lidl in Kildare, where I live, and I can see Bernard Durkin or Vincent mm-hmm. P. Martin or James Lawless, and I can chat to them, and I can mention them, and chat them down their little diary. Like, we live in a unique country, and I know parish pump politics mightn't be great, and it's, it is that its own downfall, but we have a country and a democracy where politicians are involved in the yeah. community. Oh, we've, an, we've, an, we've an incredible level of access to our politicians and, 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 and Martin Kenny was right about that earlier. That doesn't exist in every other country. Like We have an incredible it, it, level of access to them. And um, people jeopardise that with actions that happen to Anne, that happen to Leo Varadkar and even smaller ones such as abuse on social media or even if your local councillor is going down to the pub. Like, they're politicians, but they're also people. Like, yeah, I think that's absolutely. people forget. Um, Ian, Ian, you're, you're with us as well. Like, I mean, as a, you know, do you think, you, like, would this deter young people from getting involved in politics? Well, uh, for me, I, I have a personal stake in it because I actually did run for election in, to, in 2014. Uh, I narrowly missed out. And then I had the decision to make 2019 whether I was going to put myself forward again. Um, I can tell you the, the factor in my not to run was how talk politics coming um you know i wasn't going to leave um my job a full-time job um to go into uh, to that level of abuse um and i can tell you i, I don't regret that decision at all um having, having what i've witnessed over the last yeah. couple of well, years there you go. um it's become very toxic yeah no it's look it's it's a it's a tough job and absolutely i'd be the first to to despite what alan says i'd be the first to to criticize you know um a lot of the political decisions that are that are made and parties and party policies and all of that kind of stuff but i just think there is absolutely no place for what happened to Anne rabbit and kieran cannon and and many others as well over the years with these kind of incidents shouldn't happen just should not happen uh, 53106 that's the text number if you want to get in touch with us listen we leave it there Alan, Brian, Eileen, Ian thanks a million uh, for joining us Neil is there as well here on the programme Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan brought to you by Avant Money weekdays at midday on News Talk.